what's up everybody so this is episode five of the crushing reboot and i have a super huge amazing guest with me today eli rollo um i'm like fangirling right now so i'm really nervous but you might know eli from like her original tiktok content which was like making snack jars circa like covid lockdown number one but now she's doing a lot more stuff. She has a book deal. She has a podcast. She just did a TED talk at her alma mater. Um, and she's making content full time now. So do you want to talk a little bit about yourself and go from there, Eli? Sure. Yeah. So I'm originally from New Jersey. I grew up there, was born and raised in central Jersey, which does exist for those Jersey girls who <laughs> will argue that it doesn't. And I went to the University of Michigan. I studied theater there, specifically playwriting and producing, which was really fun and great. I ended up writing for the Michigan Daily while I was there, really wanted to pursue writing in some capacity. And I ended up graduating in 2020 during the pandemic. So I decided to go to grad school because I couldn't find a job in journalism or writing. And I wound up getting into Columbia, which is crazy. Uh, and I went there. And throughout the pandemic, I was like slowly growing on TikTok. It was, you know, those very classic tales of like random virality. And I started to really like what I was doing. And like, I really liked the opportunity to create something so big for so many people. It was so fun. And I worked in journalism for a little while, but I had a creepy boss, which is like sort of beside the point, but I was looking for another job actually. He was making me feel like uncomfortable and unsafe at work. And so I was looking for another job and then my TikTok just started growing a lot and I realized, you know, I could capitalize on it. And obviously that was a big, big thing. There was a lot of, a lot of brain space went into the decision and of course privilege and luck. So that was really crazy. And I ended up leaving my job and now I do TikTok and Instagram for my main source of income, but I'm working on a book proposal that's almost done. And yeah, that's pretty much the whole, the whole thing, I guess, up until this point. Yeah. I mean, like, that's really awesome. And I guess I was just like wondering like how you reconcile, like coming upon this career, like like given like your privilege and given your luck and just like how fast this all happened like how do you kind of like parse through that in your head like yeah I think you know it feels really right and I've struggled a lot with like feeling right for like a lot of my professional career and also college like I didn't really feel right when I was working on theater or like working in you know that setting. And I didn't really feel right when I was at journalism school. I just like wasn't a good journalist and I wasn't a good producer. And like beyond that, I just didn't feel like something in my gut told me it was wrong. And so I think, you know, something that helps me to kind of stay calm or reconcile everything going on is just remembering like, this is the first time I felt right in so long and I have to revel in that. And like, yes, it happened fast, but it happened fast for a reason. I really believe in the universe. Like I'm a big like universe girl. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I think you have to trust the universe. And like, I really trust the universe in this way. Okay. That's really cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with that. I think I am also very much like a trust the universe girl and like a follow my heart girl and like a, I guess like, does this like light a fire? Like if, if it doesn't, like I'm going to move away from this, just like following yeah. things I think like works for me really well. Um, 
and I think that also like ties into the concept of the crush it's like where's your heart like what is like your body and your mind like telling you what to do um so yeah I really appreciate you saying that um okay so yeah thanks for the intro um just before we get into the content for today I'm gonna play a song so this is Eli's first song which is I've had the time of my life from the dirty dancing soundtrack uh let's get it
Okay, so I'm just gonna stop that a little bit short, but thanks so much for that one, Eli. I love that song. I was like obsessed with the movie Dirty Dancing um the summer i was 17 because i was like oh my god like i totally relate to this like i'm in yeah. <laughs> like having a summer fling like i love this movie totally um, yeah, so i love that one. um this show is about crushes as a lens for self-discovery so i was wondering if you have a notable crush in your life um it could be like a romantic crush a celebrity crush whatever that you feel like helped you learn more about yourself and like helped you grow as a person it's a really good question I think that the crushes in my life that have helped me the most have been like friend crushes or like girl crushes um and I think that because you know I'm a very bold person and so back in my day when I had a crush on someone it wouldn't be like Oh, I have a crush on them. And I just like, don't know what to do. If I had a crush on someone, like, and I decided I did, you're, you're giving me 72 hours to either like land them or try and shoot my shot. Doesn't work. I move on. So like, I feel like when I was younger, like romantic crushes, like I never really had them either. I had them for like 10 day, 10 seconds. And I was like, okay, either you're going to hook up with me or you're going to date me or you're not. Or I would like, you know what I mean? Like I was just so bold yeah. about it. Oh my God. And so I yes. think so I think I didn't learn a lot from those as much as I did like friend crushes, like just being obsessed with a friend or like having a girl crush. I think that's such a real thing. Mm -hmm. And that was definitely like, I think something that really shaped me just like being obsessed with my friends. Like when I first met them and like, you know, like my college girlfriends, like I remember meeting them super early on and like being in love with them. And I think like friend love is something we don't talk about a lot, but it's like so important and big and wonderful and so I think that's really for me what it is gosh I like love that you said that so much because I really agree like I'm also a really bold person and I also just like like to know the answers and I like to be in control in relationships so like I'm like very much like a shoot my shot kind of girl and like if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out like I'm moving on I'm busy like I have things to do and like so I agree like very I've had like very very minimal romantic crushes in my life like I don't even know like if I've really like had feelings for any guy like except yeah. maybe like one person honestly even though like I'm having sex with men um yeah so that's like really interesting but yeah so I feel like I can also relate to like the whole college girlfriend thing too because I like live with four of my best friends right now like right by UCLA um and it's like really great and like I feel like I've like learned so much from them because like I just like admire them as people so much and like they always like have like different qualities that like I aspire to have and stuff and I feel like honestly I've done so much growth in the past two years just like by way of like living with these people yeah and just like being a part of their lives and like getting to know them on that level like dating your friends is so important mm -hmm. yeah I guess like one thing I'm curious about so Right. So I've like been used to just like being able to like spend time with my friends 24 seven, um, like especially last year, because we were all kind of like doing online like quarantine school together here. And then also towards the beginning of this year. But I guess like one thing I've noticed, you know, is like, well, my friends are kind of getting busier and like one of my friends is in a relationship now. And the other one seems like her like hookup situation is probably going to turn into a relationship. And so I feel like one thing that like I'm kind of struggling with is like, I'm so used to like having so much time with like these like really close people to me but like I don't know I guess like coming to terms with the fact like that like people have their separate lives outside of like, yeah. this, like 
like really tight like girl friendship is something that I guess like I'm like starting to encounter like moving into the later years of college like is yeah. that you ever experienced or like do you feel like you can speak to that at all yeah I think I was often on the other end because I'm just like a very relationship type of person mm-hmm. so I was in a lot of relationships in college and I think you know I think about it like it's a weird transition because think about when you move in with someone, like, I think at first you definitely, and I'm not saying you don't have your separate friends. Like you're going to have like your girlfriends. They're always going to be your girlfriends. You're always going to have your best friends, Mm -hmm. but like that friend group of girl gang, eventually people start getting into partnerships. And at first it's like, fine. Cause you're all living like still with roommates, whatever. They're still your like people that you live with. But I think when you move in with partners and you start getting that level of like dual income like thinking about engagement and marriage your friend group kind of molds and you're friends with like other couple friends too and so I think like what if we're thinking about that as the end goal and of course that's not the end goal for everybody and it like shouldn't be and it's like not the only end goal but if we're thinking about that as like a natural step a lot of people are going to take probably then you know there's that awkward phase of like okay we're in serious relationships but we're living with our girlfriends still not living with that person Mm -hmm. and we have a separate friend group from our um, significant other and maybe the majority of our friends aren't in serious relationships because we are still young and I think it's a sort of awkward stretch of time because at least whenever you're like 30 and everybody is sort of either settled down or they've decided to live alone and they want to be by themselves or, you know, they want to have like a dog and that's their life. And that's like the thing they're in love with, or they are single, but they want to adopt a kid or have a kid on their own. Like all of these different things, all these different paths, we form our own separate groups with those, you know, close intimate people, whether it's a child or like a significant other. And so I think it is a bit of a weird, rough, awkward time. And it's hard to kind of like, I don't know, justify your emotions during that time. Cause I remember like my friends would be, some friends of mine would be frustrated in college, but it's like, well, what do you want me to do? Like, I'm, I feel spread thin. Like I'm not going to give a hundred percent to anybody. Like I can't, but I think your friends will get shocked because they're used to having hundred percent of you. And then they maybe have 75%, which is still a majority because you're going to give them that. And it's confusing. It feels weird, but I think it's like a natural thing and it starts mm-hmm. to feel more and more like comfortable and comforting, like as you find your own way and you feel comfortable and confident in like your choices in your relationships, like your friends, yourself, and like any partner. Yeah, I feel like that's, like, a, a really interesting what you said about, like, giving, like, 70% and being okay with it because I feel like that's, like, an adjustment that I'm, like, currently making because I feel like, I guess, like, prior to this point pretty much I've been able to give 100% to, like, everything I do, but right now it's, like, I want to be involved in a lot of things and I want to hang out with my roommates and I want to hang out with my friends outside of that and, like, I want to go on dates and I want to go to parties and I want to go surfing and I want to do all this stuff, but the reality is, like, I can't really take care of myself as an individual person and give myself a hundred percent to like all of these different things that I'm doing. And I feel like we kind of like need to normalize like the, like, I guess like the transition from like, like, like obviously like high school to college, but then like college into like the young adult world of being like, okay, well, like I'm kind of like an independent individual and I'm not really seeing people all the time. And like, I'm doing life and like, this yeah. is it's like normal to be alone, even though it's uncomfortable, you know? Yeah, it can be so, it's just a strange switch. Like I don't, I think that once you're comfortable in it and like 
you know, it's like anything, like when you switch a new detergent and your like skin kind of gets like a little bit itchy or something the first time you use it, but then you get used to it. Like mm-hmm. it's a natural way of life. It's a natural progression into adulthood. Like in those last years of college, you start shifting more into like, what is the real world going to look like? What is it going to mean for us as friends, us as partners, us, me in general, you know, I think it, it, there's those growing pains, but it can be so wonderful and like comforting when you do get to that other other side Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like did you have a particular moment where you felt like oh like I feel more comfortable alone um just like going through those changes in general like is there a moment that you can recall that stands out to you yeah I think um like by the time I sort of got like to New York city for grad school. Mm-hmm. And I started going through that. I think at first it was a little bit uncomfortable still, but then I started to like fall really fall into line with New York and like start feeling more comfortable here and like my place here. And I think it wasn't really until like now that I can like really comfortably say, like I pulled back from it all. I can look at the growth. I can see the changes I made. Like I watched it pay off. So I think it does take, it's, you know, nothing is overnight. And I think it takes a lot of time to get there and then to pull back and like, and like reflect and be like, okay, wow. I'm like very proud of myself. Yeah. You know what? I really think that like finding if, I don't know, like, I try to find, like, points of reflection, like, even now in my life, because, like, like, I'm a couple years younger than you, but, like, I look back at myself at 15, and I'm, like, okay, Maya, like, when you were 15, like, if you saw yourself now, you'd be so stoked for yourself, like, even though things feel weird now, and, like, there's lots of growing pains, and, like, I'm in this transitional phase in my life, like, I feel like I can take comfort in knowing that, like, the younger me would be probably pretty excited about where I am, and I feel like that's similar to what you said about, like, just like having a moment to be like proud of the things that you do. Cause like, honestly, like some days are really hard. Sometimes it's hard to like, just like things in a day. So I feel like we should all just be proud of ourselves for like doing the smallest things. Like that's so important. Yeah, totally. I totally agree. Yeah. Okay. Word. Um, all right, let's take another break and listen to a song. Uh, this one's by Doja Cat. This is (laughs) woman. Oh, my God. 
type of shit. And you would never know a guy without the goddess. It's honest, it's fucking honest. Kidding, I could be on everything. I mean, I could be the leader, head of all the states. I could smile and jiggle it till his pockets empty. I could be the CEO, just like a Robin Fenty. And I'ma be there for you, cause you want my team, girl. Don't ever think you in hell of these niggas dream, girl. They wanna pit us against each other when we succeed. And for no reason, they wanna see us end up like we Regina or Mean Girl. Princess or Queen, tomboy or king. You've heard a lot you've never seen. Mother Earth, Mother Mary, rise to the top. Divine feminine, I'm feminine. woman by doja cat we love doja cat Um, we love her her. um that was awesome all right so i guess like one thing you mentioned that i want to touch on is like you said that you're like a relationship person and i was just wondering like what do you think i mean obviously like you make a lot of content about dating and stuff like so what do you think like makes somebody a relationship person versus like somebody who like isn't a relationship person and do you feel like there's any kind of like stigma attached to like being a relationship person versus being not being a relationship person being like a casual sex person quote unquote like what do you think is the situation there yeah i think that there's you know it's interesting because like i I think if we negate the fact that the way I was a relationship person was at one point in my life, very toxic, Mm -hmm. you know, my brother is also a relationship person. And for him, it's always been, he's such a good boyfriend. You know, he's such a good boyfriend. He's such a good boy. Right. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't want to have casual sex and all these things. And for me, when it's, I'm a relationship person, it's, she, you know, is obsessed with men. She relies on men for validation. She needs a guy to feel complete. And, and it's like, well, the people I'm dating are the, my brothers of the world, you know, the men who are relationship people. So it's okay for him to do it, but not okay for me. So what is he supposed to do? And then if I'm not a relationship person and I'm like, okay, fine, I'm in, I'm miss independent. I'm going to go screw whoever I want to screw and live and live my life that way. It's you're a slut, you're a whore, you're a tart, you're a tramp. And so it's like, I I don't know which one works. So I think I've always just tried to listen to my gut and I, and I healed a lot of the things that was like toxic about me being a relationship person. Uh And I try to just like clear that noise. And like, I have this mentality of like, who really gives a shit what I'm doing if I'm not bothering them? Like, Mm -hmm. I think if you're being kind to yourself and others, you're doing your best job, you're working hard, who cares? Like nobody can tell you you're doing something wrong. And so I just kind of try to ignore that energy when it comes to me in a negative way, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think that's really interesting. I think like, you know, being a woman dating, like it's really a double-edged sword. Like either you're like needy clinging girlfriend or you're like whore on the other end. Right. So you can't really win. But I think also, you know, like this idea of a simp kind of like pervades dating culture in general right now, right? Like even if you're a straight man, you're a straight cis man who's dating, like you, you're, you still like, um, might be subjected to like feeling like, oh, like if I have feelings for someone, like that's a bad thing inherently because like simp culture says that it's bad to have feelings for someone. And like, that's something that's stigmatized, but like, no, it's not like, it's just human nature to like want connection, right? 
like yeah it make you like not an inherently independent person like if you also like want to seek dependency with somebody I totally agree yeah so I think that's really interesting I mean like so I guess like do you think like so what do you think then like what would you like to see in dating culture like what do you think is like the like like I guess like the remedy to that like okay like we think like sim culture is like probably like a bad thing and then like what like like casual sex obviously like doesn't work for everybody like it's great if it does but for me like I that kind of stuff like has like a timeline like okay I could do this for like three weeks a month but then what so like what do you think is like what do you think would be like an appropriate framework for us to view like dating and relationships in a society just like I think we just have to do what makes us feel good and not say anything about what makes other people feel good. Mm -hmm. Like not to make this like too political or whatever, but like it really blows my mind when random people are like, I don't think gay people should get married. And I'm like, but why does it concern you? Like, first of all, absolutely. You have a fucked up brain, but why does that concern you? Like, I'm fine if you say like, I don't want to, like, I'm not fine with it, but like, there's something like if you, if, you, if some random bigot was like, I just don't want to be friends with gay people. Like, okay, you're a horrible person, but like, then just ignore them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why are you telling other people what they can and cannot do in the bedroom, what they can and cannot do in a relationship? It doesn't affect you. Nobody is saying that you need to be doing that. Nobody is saying that you need to be their best friend. You're an asshole if you have a problem with being friends with someone who is gay. You're a terrible, disgusting human. But it's like, why do you have any, like, why do you think you're allowed to say anything to anyone about what they choose to do? I don't understand it. And it's not the same thing because obviously those people's lives are at risk and their safety is at risk. Mm -hmm. But similarly people like to have something to say about what other people do in their dating lives like people like to tell me what I got to do was allowed to do people got you know all these things like people would tell me all these things about what I'm allowed to do what I'm not allowed to do like what if you just mind your business like maybe then you would feel better about what you were doing and so I think you just have to do the things that make you feel good and stop telling other people what they are and are not allowed to do yeah you know one thing yeah I think you're totally I think you're right on that I think like one thing that bothers me um especially with app culture is that like it's so much about perception right because like you're putting images out into the world that people are swiping on they're liking on hinge whatever and then like you have your prompts and so I think but then like by inherently like being on the platform of an an app like you are I am a woman using a dating app like the men that I'm seeing on these dating apps are like making assumptions about me and who I am as a person because I'm somebody who's like using that platform and so I think like perhaps you know maybe these people have an idea in their head or like this is maybe not just true about women but everybody who uses dating apps like oh like this is just something this is just something casual or like she's a whore she's a slut she's on a dating app like I feel like people have these perceptions about women who are maybe like more bold like me who are like going out and dating and um people have perceptions of everybody as as daters like based on what kind of images they put out so I think that's just like also a really interesting thing that is like especially prescient given dating app culture yeah it's it's so interesting the dating app culture is really something else (laughs) Mm -hmm. um do you I guess like I don't know like do you have any advice about dating on apps like have you had experiences with that like can you speak to it at all yeah you know I think it's one of the only ways right like I don't exactly know how anyone is meeting anyone these days without the yeah. internet and obviously I'm not saying it can't happen right. but I think it's important to remember that like somebody was asking me if it's cringe yesterday to use a dating app and I was like what I think is cringe is that like my 
dad was calling my mom on her fucking home phone. That's cringe. Like that's awkward too. It's sort of always awkward when you're meeting a stranger and that stranger is trying to tell you in the least weird and forward way possible. I think you're attractive and have a nice personality. Do you want to meet me over dinner? Like that's never going to be comfortable. So I think you just have to go for it. And like, I think you just have to be clear about what you want. I think that's like the biggest thing. Like if you want to have casual sex and that's why you're in dating apps, make that clear. So you don't get into awkward scenarios or you don't waste your own time. If you want to be in a committed relationship, put on your dating app, not looking for something casual that will negate all the people. Like, and why would you ever want to have a conversation with somebody who was looking for something casual? Do you know what I mean? So I think it's a lot about that too. Yeah, I agree. I think like for me, I guess like I'm having, so I guess like I'm in a place right now where it's like, I don't really want something casual because like I've done it enough, like freshman, sophomore year of college. Like, it's just like, okay, I probably like want to just like hang out with somebody who I like where I like see it going further than that. But then on the other hand, it's like, I don't want to come off on a dating app. Like I like want to rush things. Like I want to like make a relationship happen where it's not warranted. And so like, do you have like any advice about navigating that space? Yeah, I think that you have to just, I think it goes back to deciding what you really want. Like ask yourself, what do I really want? Like if you want to be in a relationship and you're on dating apps and people are messaging you like, want to link tonight, don't try to change their mind. Do you know what I mean? Don't try to change someone's mind. But if you are on a dating app and someone asks you on a date and you want something casual, don't force yourself to go to a dinner with them when you just want to hook up with them. Like look for people that are in your same wavelength. Don't try to change people's minds. If you get tired of the apps, it's okay to take a break. Like nobody is expecting you to be there every minute of every day of your life. I think it's that kind of thing too. Just like I think knowing what you want is so important. And we forget to tell women that you're also allowed to know what you want as well. Right. right. And I feel like that's actually so important, like in dating in general, is like you have to go in knowing what you want and like setting the pace yourself. Like otherwise you're just going to be bummed out because like if you're like continuously just like waiting for the other person to set the pace, then you're going to end up disappointed because you're like, you're just being thrown around by them. Like you have to have agency and like come in with like intention. Um, yeah. And- like communication is always like so important too. Like you said, just like, I mean, like if you're going to be having sex with anybody, like you should probably be communicating about like talking to them. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. No, like, I think that's like super important. I mean, like, so my hinge prompt right now is, um, honestly, I'm not looking for something casual, but I'm also like not looking to rush into anything either. So I'm like, okay, like that's confusing. Right. But it's like, that's where I'm at. So it's like, yeah, like by like putting like literally just being like, like saying that verbatim, being completely genuine about like what my intentions are with dating, like I'm then going to be able to like attract somebody who's on the same page as me because like absolutely, I've like I've kind of I've like had enough of like the fun and the like myth. like I feel like I don't know like I guess like last year the year before there's like this like really fun like mystery associated with like meeting somebody and, like not knowing what their intentions were with me and being like oh my god like I'm just along for the ride and like this is like a roller coaster of like I'm meeting new people whatever but like now I've realized like okay like that's like bad idea like I'm setting yeah. myself up to be upset right so yeah I think that's really interesting um okay what like let's let's talk about dating prompts a little bit on hinge like what's like what do you what do you think makes a good hinge profile yeah i think it's a lot about being confident i think that confidence confidence is the key to all dating so specifically with dating app profiles i think you have to show that you're confident that's why i like 
always say that like group photos are kind of a no to me mm-hmm. just because I feel like when you're posting group photos, people don't want to date your friends. They're trying to swipe right. on you. Right. And I think it makes it look like you're insecure and it's okay if you're insecure. I'm not criticizing people who are insecure. I'm insecure, but post photos of you and be funny and be yourself. Don't try to fit yourself into a box of someone that you're not just that someone will swipe on you because you're not going to like that person in, in real life anyway. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's such an important thing to remember. Like don't fake it, be, be who you are. Right. And that's, such a silly like kind of corny like be you right. everyone else is taken thing but seriously just be who you are it's so important oh totally and you know what I think it is too it's like okay so like how long are you gonna pretend to be someone else like how long are you gonna do it how long yeah like like when what are you gonna stop like you're going on dates and dates and dates with this person it's incredibly uncomfortable to lie to someone else about who you are and you can't build a foundation of a relationship on lies I know because I've tried like even so much as lying about your body count that creates a foundation of lies on a relationship and you can't build a relationship on anything other than truth and trust it just doesn't work so I think that that's like my biggest advice like don't lie yeah that's good I love it um, all right, let's uh, take another break. Listen to some more music. Uh, this one's A Million Reasons by Lady Gaga. So good. Okay, let's hear it. You're giving me a million reasons to let you go. You're giving me a million reasons to quit the show. You're giving me a million reasons. Give me a million reasons. Giving me a million reasons. About a million reasons. If I had a highway, I would run for the hills. If you could find a driveway, I'd forever be still. But you're giving me a million reasons. Give me a million reasons. Giving me a million reasons. About a million reasons.
Great, so you just heard Million Reasons by Lady Gaga. Um, we're back. DJ Ditch Bitch and Eli Rollo. Um, episode five of Crushing. So we were just talking about how like dating apps are essentially like how people are meeting each other now. Like there's not really another way. This is like the new version of like your parents calling each other up on the landline, right? Um, but I feel like in your content, you kind of like mentioned this idea of like, you know, you can't keep running out into traffic expecting to get hit by like a car. Like, you know what I mean? Like that, that whole concept that you talk about of like trying to fall in love versus just like living your life and like letting love happen to you. Like, how do you reconcile the like concept of a dating app? Like literally like having to actively put yourself on a platform and like match with people with this idea that like you can't force love, you can't force genuine connection. You shouldn't be like trying to like throw yourself, you know, like out into the world like that yeah I think it's just about a balance you know like I was on the dating apps for a long time I did a lot of the dating app thing and then I decided to take a little bit of a break and that's when I was able to find someone because I was focusing on myself but I think that you can focus on yourself and also be in the apps I guess what I mean by like that you shouldn't be searching is that like uh, there were stages in my life where I'd force myself to swipe through like 50 people a day. And I'd force myself to be always conversing with someone. Like if you swipe with someone great on the app, that's wonderful. Like chat with them, have that moment. But if it's not working for you, you don't need to force yourself to be hunting for someone until it does. Like you're really allowed to kind of just relax into it. And like, you're allowed to just kind of take it as it is. And if you feel like going on the app, you go on the app. If you feel like coming off of it, you come, you know what I mean? It doesn't always have to be all or nothing. And I think that that is really what's so important about it. Like you can prioritize yourself and not the apps. Right. What do you think that looks like? Like on a day-to-day -day level, like obviously, okay. Like you gave the example of like not swiping on like hundreds of people, like as many people as you can, right? Like before bed or something crazy like that. But then it's like, um, I don't know, like what does it look like to just like practice like being independent and like focusing on yourself? Like, do you have any like tools or like, I don't know, like mantras that like you repeat to like remind yourself to do these things? Yeah, I think it's more so I always say that the best things happen when you're being silent, successful and self-indulgent. So mm -hmm. silent, just you're not shit talking to anyone. You're not like obviously gossiping with your friends different, but like you're just on your path. You're doing things for you. Successful, whatever that looks like to you, like success for me sometimes means like eating three meals a day and getting to bed at a regular time. Yep. You don't need to be the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. That's not what I'm saying, you know? So, and then self-indulgent, just doing things for yourself instead of doing things for other, give, get others, giving yourself the love you would give to someone else. I think that those three things are like, ultimately the only way you can get revenge ever, if you want to get revenge on someone. And also the only way that you can really like get out of your own head when it comes to dating and focus on you. Yeah. And that's awesome. Yeah. I like, I like, so I'm a big like to-do list person and yeah. like, literally sometimes on my to-do list, I'm like okay like eat breakfast like make coffee go on a walk oh yeah like the most like like minimal things but you know after a day like even like having written them those like small things down at the beginning of the day then when I do the things during the day I feel accomplished and I'm proud to like have done those yeah. um because 
I don't know, like, sometimes, like, it is hard to get out of bed, like, especially, like, given, like, the pandemic, I feel like, you know, like, I mean, people talk about this a lot, but, like, uh, like, COVID has, like, created, like, a lot of situational depression for people, and it's, like, been really so hard much. to collect yeah. trauma, like, that our society has experienced, and I feel like it's kind of forced me, like, step back, slow down, like, be more just, like, grateful for the smallest things and, like, try to feel proud totally. of them. Yeah. Totally. I think, I think that it's a lot about gratitude and that's, you know, it's so important to remember to be just grateful. Like, you know, like we, like, obviously, like, I always want to say it's not too deep. Like, yes, dating is deep. It's so annoying. And like, it can be so much, but also like you're alive, you're here, you have the chance to like fall in love with someone like that should be nothing but exciting. And I know it's so hard to get there. I'm not like saying that everyone should just wake up and be like, I can't wait to date. I get it. (laughs) But I think it's so important to remember how lucky we are and like how kind of cool it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Gosh, like, I feel like I I have to say like, I'm definitely like, mentally like in a spot right now where it's like, I feel so disillusioned with dating. And like, I just feel like, fuck, like, I just can't do this anymore. Like, fuck, like, it's not working um and it sucks but also like I really really try to just like remember like how lucky I am to like have the opportunities that I have and I honestly like just do think that like gratitude is the only way out of feeling lonely yeah feeling upset just like like feeling grateful for what you do have um and like trying to feel hopeful about things in the future is just the totally. best way to go. It's the only way to go. Um, so I absolutely agree. I really agree with that. Um, okay, so I guess you touched on this a little bit and like what you just said, but like, do you have advice for someone on like, like somebody who like really wants to fall in love? Like, how do you be patient? Like waiting for the one? Like, what? Like, what is like your understanding of love? Do you believe in love? How do you wait for love? Um, what's your hot take? Yeah, I think, I think that if you really want to, okay. So I think about it like a game of hide and seek. So Mm -hmm. if you're playing hide and seek with someone and they're hiding and you're seeking, they're going to be as quiet and still as they possibly can. And they're going to hide somewhere that you won't find them. Right. Like that will take you a long time. So in dating, if you're searching obsessively for someone, they're going to be so hidden and silent and quiet and still, and you're not going to find them Mm -hmm. because, or you're going to find somebody that's the wrong person on your way there and get distracted. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But if you're just kind of like living your life and you're not like being a seeker and you're not like crazily seeking someone out and you're just chilling, you're going to stumble on somebody that didn't even realize that you were coming. You didn't even realize that you were going to find them. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. People don't want to be like found out. Like they want to be stumbled on. And I think that that's something that's so important. Like I, for so long, I was so proactive in dating where I was like, I have to, I have to, I have to, I have to be in this relationship. I have to have this guy fall in love with me. I have to have a boyfriend. I have to have this. I always have to be on my toes with dating or else I'm going to die alone. That's not true. We're so young you're always so young. I don't even believe that anyone's ever old. You're always just young at heart. And I think, you know, it's never too late. And like, it's never too late to just drop that whole act of like playing hide and seek. Like the person is always going to try to shrink themselves that you don't find them. And so I think like stop seeking and start just living. Yeah. And that's good. 
I mean, like, I think, I don't know, I feel like you said this in, like, one of your TikToks or something, but it's, like, if you imagine that, like, the person that you met, right, like, the person you're going to fall in love with, like, this is a guarantee, you know, you're going to fall in love in 20 years, like, okay, are you going to just, like, live your life in the meantime, like, have fun, like, you said that, and I was, like, yeah, like, that's fucking right, like, and people were, like, yeah, people were, like, getting all over me, like, because I was basically, like, the crux of what I was saying is if I told you right now, like, you're going to meet your soulmate in a year, you would, you would kind of just relax. You would have like some really fun hookups and you would like, maybe you would go on dates if you met someone. Cause like, who knows if you could trust my word, but it would be in the back of your head. You'd be like, this isn't my soulmate. So it's fine. And you would have crazy nights out with your friends and adventures. You would focus on your career. You would travel that year is when you would actually find a soulmate because you weren't for once, you know, looking all around for them and obsessing over them. You're obsessing over yourself. And that's such a special thing to be able to do. And we forget like that, that is a mindset we're allowed to have. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I also just think that like, that also kind of pushes back against this idea that like relationships are like a bandaid and like this idea of like dependency that like, isn't really healthy, I guess, because it's like, you know, if you are not in that mentality and you're not super stoked on your life, but then you like, end up in like some kind of relationship and that relationship goes away like you're not going to have a foundation right so it's like arguably better to like be working on like building your foundation and like falling in love with yourself so so that like once you arrive at a relationship then you can like be in a relationship that's like actually really helpful and nurturing and not like dependent i mean like dependent in like a weird toxic way Um, yeah yeah so i feel like that really applies and like i want to believe it like (laughs) I wonder if I can convince myself that like it's true that like in 20 years like I'm gonna meet my soulmate so like for now I can just chill because like I'm like such a doer and a goer and like yeah want to like get on top of everything but like definitely definitely want to change my mindset and so like hearing things like that is like like pretty important for me like some people have to work at relationships and like work at relaxing I'm one of those people like that's yeah, okay you know totally and you're self-aware mm-hmm um okay cool so yeah let's take another break let's listen to a song um this is just the way you are by billy joel it's a good one for what we just talked about yeah don't go changing to try and please me you never let me down before Imagine you're too familiar, and I don't see you anymore. I would not leave you in times of trouble. We never could have come this far. Mm-hmm. I took the good times. I'll take the bad times I take you just the way you are Don't go trying some new fashion Don't change the color of your hair Though I might not seem to care 
Just the way you are by Billy Joel. Uh, thanks, Eli. I like that song. <laughs> um, okay, so I guess we basically just said that like the the ultimate way that you're gonna find love is like by focusing on yourself, right? So yeah. like along those lines, I guess. Do you have advice for people like working on on their craft and like I guess like upcoming content creators or like I don't know. I guess like anyone who like wants is passionate about something and wants to pursue it like how do they get rolling what should they do yeah I think that you just have to you know the best way to start anything is to just begin Mm -hmm. and that's like a really hard thing to reconcile because you're like what do you mean like just begin what does that even entail and to me it just means if you want to do something you just have to start you know Mm -hmm. like there's 
nothing holding you back from starting. Like there's things holding you back from succeeding. There's things holding you back from failing. There's things, you know, there's so many factors, but none of them affect you just beginning. So I think if you really want to do something, you just begin. And it's so important to me that I could tell people like, you just have to be consistent. You just have to try. And like, yeah, it's really hard. And I'm not going to pretend like privileges don't play into it and all these things, but it's something that if you want it, you just need to lock it in and go for it. And I think, you know, people get so worried about what other people think. Like it goes back to the, who cares thing, just really prioritize you and just, and just go for it. And you're going to, you're going to do great. And if you don't do great, you learn something. And I think that that's something we always forget to tell people also, like, if this isn't perfect, if this isn't everything, if this doesn't go as planned, like you're going to learn something. And that's equally as important, if not more important than, you know, succeeding. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one thing that I subscribe to is like, if you're doing something that's like coming from a place of passion and like a place of love, that's when other people's opinions kind of fall to the wayside. Like you're ultimately, like if you're doing something that you love and that you value and that you care about for like X, Y, and Z reason, like I feel like that's the way to go because that way, like that thing is like taking priority over what other people think. Like, totally. I guess like that's what I found. Like, I don't know, like when I'm like, when I really care about something and like, I'm really passionate about it. Like that's when I care the least about what other people think, because I just care so much about doing the thing. Like, I don't care how good it is. I don't care if I fail. It's just like the experience like is bringing me joy. Um, absolutely yeah so I feel like I totally agree with what you said that's awesome um all right I guess like yeah just like is there anything else that you want to touch on before we wrap things up with the final song like <laughs> what's the I think of love what's the future of dating anything else I think just you have to, they say you have to love yourself before you love other people and I don't believe that's true I think you have to respect yourself and know who you are before you love other people but you can love someone and be a work in progress and nobody ever tells us that or reminds us that that's true. And I hope that you know that like if you're working on yourself and you're doing everything right and you're not seeking, but instead just existing, like that person's going to come to you. And I have full faith that that's going to happen for you. Um, and you just have to be still and wait and all the good things are going to happen. Okay. Thanks so much. Um, no, thank you. Let's wrap things up with this final song. Uh, this is Thought Shit by Megan The Stallion. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> Post me a pic, finna make me a profit. When the liquor hit, then the bitch get toxic. Why the fuck you in the club and it is wild? I've been listening since brunch, that shit. Order 42 for the table, let's pop shit. Missionary or a doggy style on my top shit. Pussy ass niggas hating on me from the closet. Always trying to call me a snake. Shit, I guess I can relate, cause a bitch spit a whole lot of venom. And since these hoes are rats, when they come around me, all I see is a whole lot of dinner. I walk around the house butt naked and I stop at air mirror just to stare at my own posterior. I don't give a fuck who talk behind my back, cause the bitch knew better than to let me hear. Hands on my knees, shaking ass on my thigh shit. Hands on my knees, shaking ass on my thigh shit. Hands on my knees, shaking ass on my thigh shit. Hands on my knees, hands on my knees, hands on my knees, shaking ass on my thigh shit. Hands on my knees, shaking ass on my thigh shit. Hands on my knees, shaking ass on my thigh shit. Hands on my knees, hands on my knees. Hoes said it was your bitch wood, I'm a genie. Bitch so hot, gotta stay in bikinis. He got a girl, but he keep begging to see me. I love it when a nigga got a mouth full of BBs. No, I'm not a patient, but I let him treat me. I gotta be a doctor, how I'm ordering CCs. Go to your place, no piss, no case. Money, not percent tent in a blacked out race. I remember hoes just to clap for me happily. Now I'm bossed up and them same hoes mad at me. Acting like they ride whole time trying to pass me. Watching me go through it, still trying to drag me. Acting like you winning if you think about it actually. Are they supporting you or really just attacking me? I don't give a fuck about a bug. 
trying to bash me. I'm the shit per the recording academy. Hands on my knees, shaking ass on my thigh shape. Hands on my knees, shaking ass on my thigh shape. Hands on my knees, shaking ass on my thigh shape. Hands on my knees, hands on my knees, hands on my knees, shaking ass on my thigh shape. Hands on my knees, shaking ass on my thigh shape. Hands on my knees, shaking ass on my thigh shape. Hands on my knees, hands on my knees. Drinking out the motherfucking bottle on my thigh shape. Everything I eat goes straight to my pockets. 2021, finna graduate college. Got some shit, I'm a real hot topic. Fucking on a nigga, make him sing on some pop shit. I need a real headbang on some rock shit. Pussy like crack when it hit it like dope. Got a real hot box, but a bitch don't smoke. Hot girl, but I'm still a coldest. Hey, I'm the big homie, but I ain't the oldest. Hmm, bitch dry, hey, trying to get noticed. Man, ain't nobody come to see you, Otis. Look, how many bitches lying if they say they boss is better? They really puppet, so I really gotta go at Japan. I'm really talking, but it really can apply to whoever my pen free. Get a go after a bitch or a nigga. Think back. Take little bank, bitch, add it up. Hoes taking shots, but they ain't in my caliber. Book, but I squeeze a little head in my calendar. Looking in the mirror like, damn, I'm bragging up. LVs, double C's, Birkins, I'm working. My chain ain't hitting if a bitch ain't hurting. Look, I ain't even finna argue with a bitch. One thing, I know two things for certain. None of these hoes saying shit to my face. And none of these hoes finna see me at the bank. And I'ma keep talking all the shit that I want. Now, down when these hoes come tell me I can't. We ain't even speaking if the nigga ain't spinning. He can never say that I was one of his women. I don't even let niggas know I stay. I be damned if you think you're popping up on this pimpin'. Hands on my knees, shaking ass on my thigh shape. Hands on my knees, shaking ass on my thigh shape. Hands on my knees, hands on my knees, hands on my knees, shaking ass on my thigh shape. Hands on my knees, shaking ass on my thigh shape. Hands on my knees, shaking ass on my thigh shape. Hands on my knees, hands on my knees. by Megan the Stallion. Um, this has been crushing with Eli Rala. What the heck? Um, yeah, that was awesome. Thanks so much for being on, Eli. I loved it. Um, you guys, like, next episode's a solo episode, so TBD, but we'll see what's up. Uh, thanks. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely.